who where i'm not sure where it gets lost in the shuffle uh to the people that are listening as always as i start the show by the way we had our best download week one of our best download weeks ever so i really want to humbly thank everybody for that humbly thank you and i want that note i want to welcome everybody to the world according to that man benjamin jeremy stein i want to welcome the rumblers the ranters the truthers i want to remind everybody the truth squad we are the truth squad we are the truth squad and i want to yeah brady quadruple b is back and uh i haven't had the chance yet to introduce him and uh i just wanted to thank everybody of course early merry christmas to everybody Uh, and uh i think we have something special that we're going to do because every year i've noticed ben ben years ago did a piece for cbs sunday morning and that piece has been transcribed and it's been over and over and everybody shares it and passes one of the most brilliant pieces things that anybody could ever read or uh and take in way beyond what i deserve but you're a very good friend and i appreciate it no no it's it's sheer brilliance and uh i think we're gonna do a redo on it i think we're gonna i think ben will need to do redo a reading of that and i also think it would be really cool i don't have i don't have a text i have i have i'll get you the text for it and i also think it would be really cool if you read uh, for a minute this was twas the night before Christmas by Ben Stein. That's very funny. And I think that would be remarkable. Anyways, welcome everybody to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, we are joined tonight once again by our man, Quadruple B, managing editor of AM Greatness, the best editor from Big Bear to Lake Arrowhead. He just came from pre- playing uh, Private Santa and uh, Secret Santa, and uh, he had three parties today. Ben Boychuk. <laughs> Oh, sure, that that's a fine story. I'll I'll, I'll go with that. I don't, I haven't been invited to any parties. Uh, well, maybe you have. You just didn't uh, get the invitation. It's <laughs> very possible. I don't think I've been invited to any parties. Okay, okay that uh, makes. I'm going to ask my nurse, 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 nurse. Have I been invited to any Christmas parties? As far as you know, as far as you know. No, no. Uh, uh, I'm in the same boat. So neither of us have been invited. Ben Quadruple B, you've been invited. So, well, he's a, he's a more likable guy. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, look at him. I mean, he's he is Santa, and uh, who wouldn't invite Santa to the parties? Fell the ball, and of course, this show would not be complete without America's humble servant, multiple Emmy Award winner, of course, speechwriter, uh, two presidents, got another one elected extremely important he's an economist he's a a statistician but he also worked for the ftc which is going to come into play in tonight's show once again uh and he of course is a husband he's i mean he's a father he's a grandfather most importantly he is a husband and second most importantly he is a doctor benjamin jeremy stein yes and these hands you don't even want to know what these hands can do and have touched no, tr- truthfully, we don't. And uh, <laughs> exactly. thank, thank you for yeah. being yes, you one don't. of You're right, you don't. Thank you for being one of history's mysteries. And uh, welcome to the world, according to Ben Stein. And just for the record, I do try to get to people's rants. I try to get to what people say. If I mistake and don't get your rant because I don't want to interrupt somebody's train of thought, I apologize humbly. Uh, Quadruple B, can you read this, Ben Stein, this story just came over Fox News over the wire. It's fresh, it's hot, and it's frightening, Ben Boychuk. Well, right, no, so, I, I want to hear. Oh, you want to Right, so this, this stems from uh, the Twitter files, which, uh, as, as 
most of our audience knows by now, I'm sure, uh, Elon Musk has been uh, steadily releasing documents to uh, various tweeters, uh, Barry Weiss, uh, Michael Schellenberger. Get to the story. So uh, the headline from uh, the Fox News is uh, FBI declines to list other social media companies it paid, says 3.5 million Twitter payment was, quote, reimbursement. And uh, the FBI is declining to specify which other social media companies the federal agency gave money to after Fox News confirmed that it paid Twitter nearly $3.5 million. FBI officials told Fox News that the nearly $3.5 million payment to Twitter was a, quote, reimbursement for, quote, reasonable costs and expenses associated with their response to a legal process for complying with legal requests and a standard procedure. So this is all about how the FBI had a direct conduit to, to Twitter uh, wow. and had wow. been wow. encouraging wow. Twitter, essentially demanding of Twitter that, that uh, they monitor and in some cases take down uh, problematic accounts. So this is really going to uh, the censorship regime that, um, that the Twitter files has, has exposed over the past couple of weeks. Ben, so you heard their answer. What, again, well, we, we, well we, this, I've seen, uh, this brings back days many, many, many years ago when I was in eighth grade and uh, used to listen to the uh, Kefauver organized crime hearings. And uh, I remember very, very well that uh, when there are issues of that kind with uh, police uh, and, and other law enforcement agencies uh, getting reimbursed by uh, possibly organized crime figures, uh, they just said, well, we're being reimbursed for standard uh, legal problems that come up when you're being uh, subpoenaed and have to answer questions. But of course, that doesn't answer why it is that the main, or at least one of the main law enforcement entities in the world is being reimbursed by organized crime for- No, is, is they're reimbursing them. I'm sorry. The FBI is paying Twitter. I understand sure. that. I understand sure. that. I understand that. I understand that. The FBI is paying Twitter. No, but no money should be changing hands here at all. It's just not, it just isn't done. In the faux pas, as I say, it isn't done. In all your years of experience working for the FTC. Well, the FTC was not the, the main thing. The main thing was the federal, was when I was working in securities law. I spent most of my life, more than any other thing I've ever done, working on uh, issues having to do with securities law, a very, very, very big issue always in the world because it basically involves people stealing money from public companies. And uh, if you do it, you're not supposed to be able to be reimbursed and uh, nobody's supposed to be being reimbursed. If you're caught up in that kind of web of investigation, uh, you maybe were doing something fairly seriously wrong and you should not be being reimbursed for answering questions about it. Why it was that these people felt that they were entitled to being reimbursed, I'm not quite sure. Why it is that the government felt that they were allowed to reimburse what seemed to be organized crime entities, that is a complete mystery. It's a, you're completely right. It's a complete mystery. And Ben Boychuk, a quadruple B, do you think we'll ever get an answer? Because they could call Ray up and I want to see an itemized list. It's not that hard. 3.4 million. It will get to the 1.7 trillion that was spent today or about to be spent. But 3.4 million is pretty easy to uh, account for, Ben, quadruple B. 
Well, I think the House in January needs to uh, make that a priority. I mean, this is the one thing, the, the one great thing that, that the Republicans can do in the House of Representatives is that they can, they can hold the FBI's feet to the fire and get to the bottom of just what exactly they were doing. Uh, well, with, what, 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 I mean, the whole thing is so crazy. It, st- it starts out, like, it starts out with Mr. Obama uh, do, uh, simply violating the law about uh, various big, big, big time corporate acquisitions involving secure, publicly traded securities involving Chrysler Corporation. Gigantic, multi-billion dollar deals. I, when I was covering these kinds of things for the Wall Street Journal, called them and said, by what authority, because called the White House, said, by what authority are you doing this deal? And they said, basically, badges. We don't need no stinking badges. They, they do not acknowledge the idea that they are subject to the same laws as everyone else is. They just do not acknowledge that. Well, you're, you're instance, extremely right, but quadruple B to his point, and I think it, 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 I, I love that he was smiling the whole time because he's not smiling, in, I don't think, out of humor. It's smiling out of absolute abject fear and fright of what's happened. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I beg pardon, sir. Who is smiling? You were you were smiling when he was reading the article, and it's, 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 it's I'm 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 smiling with horror. I know it's exactly right. Oh, and, it's horror. And quadruple B, it, was it Marx who said it? You know, it started out as far as saying. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, yes, it was notes from 1848 by Karl Marx. Yes, what starts out as farce ends up as tragedy. That's yeah. That's uh, well, at least they got. I'm 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 I'm, I'm summarizing. But yeah. well, I was just gonna, this is this is this is an incredible thing. To your, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, see, I'm sorry, Ben. To your point a moment ago, I mean the FBI in in this instance flashed their badges to Twitter and said, "We have certain accounts we think violate your terms of service, and we want something done about it." That the FBI after the 2016 election got it into its head that. Uh, they needed to police social media for misinformation and so-called disinformation and went about pressuring at least one private company, Twitter, that we know of, and probably others like Facebook, almost certainly others like Facebook, because Mark Zuckerberg was on record on, on a, another program saying that uh, the FBI had notified their company, uh, saying that the, the Hunter, laptops, Hunter Biden laptop story was potentially Russian disinformation. And so they suppressed the, the sharing of that story. The FBI was pressuring. Stop using that word. Pressuring private companies to to uh, violate the First Amendment. It's not it's not pressuring when you're invited in. OK, they they they, 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 they there was no pressure going on. Pressure is what President Trump is under every day. And everybody that that they've gone after uh, January 6th, people, all the, they're under pressure. These people were cordially invited to Twitter headquarters. <laughs> they were cordially. Okay. Yes, good point. Good point. Good point. It, it, it's I, like, sorry, Ben. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I think, although we are all smiling and laughing, because that's the kind of guys we are fun, smiling party guys, uh, where the real crisis here is nobody seems to understand. We are throwing away the Constitution. I mean, this is the Constitution, for God's sake. We're talking about 
big, big, big time entities in the United States of America, part of the government, part of the private sector, but it is such a big part of the private sector that it might as well be part of the government. And we're, we're laughing about it because we don't, we don't want to cry about it on TV. I mean, I, I don't want to cry about it on TV. I'm a 78-year-old man. I don't want to cry. No, I, you're you're completely right. It's 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 really it, using the word crime, but it's 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 quadruple B. It's frightening. Like I said, I mean, it's it, terribly it, frightening. This the is, whole thing is frightening. And, and and you know what frightens me more, quadruple B. And I was telling you I was, before the show, I was walking my dog, and I was talking to my Israeli neighbor, and who's who's who has American citizenship. He has dual citizenship, and he was saying <clears> to me, "How could the people of Pennsylvania?" vote have voted for somebody that couldn't connect uh two words together and take the uh, whatever you think of oz out of the equation to the greater point how could people in our society not look at what's going on and say as a collective and say i understand i i I get it we're tribal but man this is this is just i could be next quadruple b yeah something is drastically wrong here there's still there's the constitution has been thrown away the rule of law has been thrown away these are big 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 things this cannot be happening in america but it is happening can't be happening but it is happening and why i mean what what is it i mean yes as a a lawyer and law student i studied cases in which the government uh seized steelworks and, and uh, compelled steel workers to work under threat of government uh, pr- pressure uh, in being in prison and so forth uh, to get, get their steel produced during World War II. Maybe it was World, I might've been World War I, I'm sorry. But the, uh, this is wildly worse than that. We're not at war, at least not, not, at, not openly at war. And yet we are throwing out the rule of law in terms of collect, connecting our America with the uh, with the rest of the world and with the with the way we're supposed to be running this country. We, we have a, a great what is, what is different about America from say what is from what, say France or Italy or uh, Brazil because we have a constitution and we live under the constitution. But we're not living under the Constitution now. What what's going on? The quadruple B is completely correct, and I just want to get to because we discussed this the other night. And first of all, I just have to thank Quadruple B for all the help he does to the show. Even when he's not on, he's helping out. He helps me out after every show, and I really want to thank Quadruple B for that. And we were just and thank you from the bottom of our heart. Oh, and the, the other night we were discussing on the show about the Hague and uh, oh. these fake courts. And the January sixth thing, and and I was I was talking with Larry Clayman, and I said to him, but I think you should identify with Larry Clayman. Larry Clayman, who runs FreedomWatchUSA.org, and I said to him, you know, your citizens' grand juries have more weight than the Hague do, and this January sixth committee. But here we are, quadruple B. We're here with an FBI that has absolute power. There is literally nobody that is. Uh, look at your guy, John Eastman. Look at what's being done to so many of these people. And there's there's nobody coming into their defense in the, in the Republican Party quadruple. Show me who they are. Well, and, uh, and if I may say, I mean, Donald Trump 
kind of deserves a little bit of criticism here for not for belatedly at best uh, speaking up and 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 helping out the, the January 6th. Defendant. You should have pardoned them right away. Yes, you should have pardoned them immediately, yeah. immediately, immediately. That's right. And, 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 and presidents, I've seen other presidents make that exact same mistake. Yeah, he should have pardoned yeah, them it, immediately. Right. And this is something that that, um, you know, he it's it's a shame because because those guys more than 800 defendants, there's probably going to be before long. There could be up upwards of 2000. Oh, my God. Because of uh, among other things in this in this one point seven trillion dollar omnibus nightmare budget package that uh, Congress rammed through. Uh, there's quite a bit more money for the Justice Department to specifically prosecute January 6 cases. So uh, 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 thank no, the Republicans we, for, for supporting that. 18 Republicans. Yeah, among, kidding. Uh, 18 among Republicans. That's incredible. And one of them, your boy. And, no, don't, uh, don't, please don't say And one of them that. is your please boy. Don't, but don't the other that. guy that I was really shocked about was Tom Cotton. I'm extremely cotton. was one of the people that supported this was one of the 18 Republicans. I was shocked when Ben Boychuk went quadruple B said that to me. I listen, you go down the list. It's the same old Republicans. Could I see the list? Can we see the list? Yeah, I will. I will read you the list right now. I uh, specifically took a photograph because I knew you were going to ask Roy and in the states that they come from are are some representative Roy Blount, John Bozeman from Arkansas, uh, Shelley Moore Capito from West Virginia. Susan Collins, of course, Cornyn from Texas, of course, Cotton, your boy, Jim Inhofe, Jim Inhofe uh, Mitch McConnell, of course, Jerry Moran from um, from Kansas, uh, from Kansas, uh, Lisa Murkowski, uh, Rob Portman, who's leaving uh, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, of course, Mike Rounds, of course, Richard Shelby, of course, John Thune, of course. Doesn't John Thune look like a character from like Maniac Cop? Roger Wicker <laughs> and Todd Young from the great state of Indiana, who uh, wants to be their next governor. That's the list, Ben. Eighteen. I, I, it's frightening to me, and I, I, I don't, I don't get it. But uh, people are scared. This is an example of, of the tragic truth that in America today, people are scared. People are scared of uh, following the law. They're scared to follow the law. But, but you're completely right. But getting back to it, to, to, to your point, uh, quadruple B, you have 18, you have 18 Republican senators that helped this get passed. And what they did by doing this was it gave cover to the Democrats that didn't have to vote for this, that are coming up for reelection in 2024. So, and, and I'm, I talk to you a lot about this, uh, quadruple B. Everybody loves to blame Trump for the midterms. Mitch McConnell has a 19% approval rating, okay? A 19% approval rating. It's, 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 it's extremely hard to get behind the party when that jackass is the face of it. And they want to blame him. He's always a very and nice He's very guy. friendly to you. And, yes, I saw, and, like, and so I said the other night, so was Big Ed Kemper, the co-ed mass murderer. Was, I just used to see him. Okay? Yeah, yeah. He, he said hello, Ben. And uh, he did. Yeah, quadruple. I mean, at what point, Ben Stein? At what point do we say, okay, Mitch McConnell might be a friendly fella, but we don't want him leading the Republican Party in the Senate because they're passing garbage like this? Do you realize? Uh, I mean, first of all, I don't know that we're ever really going to know everything that's in that that one point seven trillion dollar. No, we never do. They never, know, never ever do. They never ever do. They never ever do. 
but I know some of the highlights and I know well, they're you know, the funding. The highlights. Well, I mean, one of the me. one of the more egregious ones is that in the funding for the Border Patrol, uh, this, they're, they're, the legislation specifies that the money is for processing uh, illegal aliens and asylum seekers, but it actually forbids certain elements of enforcement. So they've they've raised those. So essentially what they can say is, well, look, we, we've we've given additional funding to the Border Patrol for for border security, but that's not what it's for. It's 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 to uh, make it easier for asylum seekers and for illegal immigrants to be processed so they can be released into the interior of the country and never heard from again. And so it's stuff like that that we find out about. And then you come to find out that Republicans are supporting it and they're supporting it for all the usual reasons. It's got the national defense funding in it. And we've got to we've got to vote for that. Otherwise, we'll be seen as weak on national defense. Meanwhile, you know, we're, we're, we're sending I mean, it's just it's just nonsense. And, and so, you know, you, you, you have to ask at some point, why are, we, why are we supporting these Republicans when they continually betray our interests and our priorities? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think we would have to, as we say, go a little deeper in this before we make such a serious accusation. But I think we don't, but we don't need to go very deep to say the whole January 6th thing is a fraud, and it's a nasty, horrible fraud, very, 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 very much akin to the kinds of frauds that the National Socialist German Workers' Party uh, used to gain power for the Nazis in 1933 and 1934. That, that what's frightening to me about it is not any specific about which dollar gets spent where, uh, but, but the fact that we have a giant pool of money that is being used to bribe and pay off people in America to vote for what is essentially an anti-democratic party. And I don't mean anti-democratic anti party. I mean anti-democrat uh, against, they're, they're not for the democracy. Because someone, you guys are very smart. I, at least I think you are. Ben, you're very smart. Judy, you're very smart. What was the crime that the people on January 6th committed? At best, it's trespassing. Even though they're taxpayers, it would be really hard to say that they were trespassing. And listen, the Republicans counter to the January 6th thing. They went after the sergeant of arms. They went after the, the, the master Sorry. police, the, the master police guy or whoever he is, the head of the Capitol Police. They went they, they actually brought up a lot of these talking, a lot of the things you're talking we're talking about and saying it, they had enough warning that day that this should never have happened unless it was allowed to happen. Now, yes, was there some damage done? Of course, there, you, you, of course. But quadruple B to Ben's point on the grand scale on the, of, of the summer of love and so much of that's what's happened, this, is, this, this doesn't rank. I mean, you have people- Doesn't rank, doesn't, can't even count it. You have people, well, Ben, that shove people off subway platforms in New York City. Oh, yeah, and told have, them. And have, told them. And told have, them. have cashless bail, quadruple B. And these people, I mean, it, it, this is the part where it, it doesn't, it would, to Ben's point, and it, it doesn't hold. But, but this is going back a long, long way. I have to go back. I'm sorry, because it's, it's a big part of my life. I, I agree. 
I'm one of 340 million people in America. I'm not that important at all, except I hope to my wife. But there's, there is something drastically wrong here. There was no specific crime of any big magnitude in Watergate. No one still, still, it's 50 years. And still, they cannot say what the specific crime of Watergate was. What's the specific crime of the January 6th people besides trespassing? And by the way, I grew up in Washington. Many times I've trespassed on the Capitol grounds many, many, many times. It's not unusual. They're beautiful grounds. It's a pleasure to walk around on them. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why are we taking a trivial matter and making it into a supposed deadly insurrection? There was no insurrection. Because if it's an insurrection, he can't run again. yeah, if he gets if he gets if he gets found for the crime of insurrection, he's not allowed to run again. But quadruple B, I, we, right, I know also, you. Yeah, let me just let me point out one other thing. The uh, one of the more common charges against the, the 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 sort of rank and file people and some of the people who have been convicted and sentenced to you know three or four years in federal prison is this uh, obstruction of Congress charge. Which, oh, if, that's money. That's a good one. I love well, that. Well, and if you remember, Ben, if you remember that law, Congress passed that law in the aftermath of the whole Enron scandal. And the idea there was the, the, the obstruction in question there was, you know, Enron and I think some of Enron's lawyers were going at witnesses and they were and they were destroying evidence. And so it was a very specific crime stemming from that particular scandal. But look, Which okay. has been stretched. Okay, into- now, okay, right, right. So, okay, great, great, great. Beautifully put, Ben Boychuk. Very, very beautifully put. <clears throat> then, so what we now know is this whole thing is a fraud, a big, giant fraud being used to demolish adherence to the Constitution of the United States of America. This is really, really, really serious. It's really, really, really serious. I, I go around... I've been, as, as all my friends, as small a number as there are, know I had quite serious surgery a few weeks ago, and uh, but now I can go up and about a little tiny bit, a very, very tiny bit, and uh, I see America, it looks okay. <clears throat> then I look around and I think, <clears throat> well, maybe it isn't quite as okay as it seems. People are wearing masks. They don't have to. They just are because we've now been accustomed to masking ourselves, even though we don't have to. Uh, people are afraid to use certain phrases. People are afraid to talk to women in various ways. I have a wonderful, wonderful psychiatrist. I've been going to see a psychiatrist since 1966. That's a long effing time. And I, I went to see my favorite of all my psychiatrists, yesterday and he told me a story he said a friend of his who's an elderly man a widower uh, went out on a date that he met on a i guess online and they went on a date they had a very nice time with his date they had thai food which i happen to love also and uh, they uh, he brought her back to her house and he kissed her and he put his hand on her leg and she said what are you doing and he said well i, I i'm 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 trying to show that I'm, we had some affectionate moments and I, I, I'm terribly sorry if I offended you. And the woman said, 
do you understand that this is 2022? You can't do that. You can't touch me without asking my permission. If you're going to touch me at all, you have to get my permission in detail and possibly in writing for anything you're going to do. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, this really is the end of America right here and now. Okay, look. Let's be clear. Sorry, I'm not his friend that he's referring to. You're not a psychiatrist. No, I'm saying the friend that went on the date. Just to be clear, I've had COVID. I'm stuck in my... Sure, 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 sure. It certainly was not Judah for you. This was a a man who was himself also a psychiatrist. Not that this hasn't happened. But in this one instance, it definitely was not me, Quadruple B. I see you have a... uh, Actually, have a. I mean, I I think everything you you're, you're saying, Ben, is is right. And then I want I, I would love it if you could put it in the context of what's happening with the economy, because there's some sense. I saw a news item. I think it was yesterday that the um, yeah, that the Department of Labor revised its quarter two employment figures downward from something like. 1.1 million jobs added to 10,000 jobs added. Did you see this? I didn't see that, but that's great. I love it a lot. After the right. election. Right. Yeah, it. of course. It, 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 yes. I mean, oh, gee, after the election, we can re- revise these numbers. I love it. I love it. So, I love it. 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 So what I, what I would love to know, I, I would love to get your take on, given that the economy not, might not be so great going into 2023, and given the possibility, I, I don't know, maybe likelihood of a recession in 2023, um, first of all, doesn't it seem like a lot of the things that, that uh, you know, a lot of the this, this sort of uh, uh, cultural trends that, that we're infatuated with uh, are, are simply silly, one, and two, what would you that, suggest that, people that, do? Silly, 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 unless you realize you can get wind up in court over it. That's well, sure, thing. but when That's the when the economy's in the toilet, I mean, at some point, some of these things have to go by the boards, right? Uh, when the economy is in trouble, everybody is scared even more so than they would be before the economy was in trouble. And I have a terrible feeling that people are starting to approach the point where they are scared. I mean, we yeah. old people who live on social security. We we we're not as scared, but there are plenty of people who are scared. Ben, you're raising quadruple B is actually raising a great point because a lot of companies, a lot of these woke companies are going broke companies right now. And they are a lot of the massive media companies are going broke. They, they will not remain in business in three to four years. They just won't. They can't. They, 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 they will not. They chose to put programming on that people aren't interested in. And it's going to the woke culture will have hurt them. So, yeah, but I, that's in my humble opinion. And by going by what they're reporting of their company, I mean, you look at Disney, they're losing money. Disney is losing money. This is Disney. This is uh, Disney has lost money before. Disney, I, yeah, Disney has lost money before. But I'm just Disney saying right now, a lot of it has to do with their content. Well, I, I, I don't know because I don't. Uh, my wifey and I, the world's finest person, wifey Stein. Well, only only thing we watch on TV is documentaries about World War Two. Okay, so on that it. note, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers, everybody out there. Uh, it doesn't matter, Judah. They will 
propped up by the government. I, um, I was reading a rant. I, so you see, I did. I read a rant. There you are. Um, I'm guessing they mean the media companies. I want to welcome, of course, Quadruple B, managing editor of AM Greatness, Santa's little helper, uh, Ben Boychuk. What about Mother's little helper? I don't. I don't know what to say to that. But a it's dragon so is getting what, old. What? What are? What are? What else are they saying in the comments? Mm-hmm. I'll read it in a second. Answers. But Ben, are no, you no, glad? No, no, I, I'm, I, I myself am so old, so pitifully, wretchedly old. That this a, a story, this anecdote about the woman being touched by the man on her leg could not possibly apply to me because I can't see far enough to know whether whether it be her leg or her arm or her no, armpit. Nobody inferred it was nobody implied it was you. The implication was that it might be me. Well, I, I didn't I, I didn't imply it was you. I I, I mean I, I thought you were gay. So. I I Ben, come on. I've asked you countless times not to talk about my private life publicly okay. sorry sorry it, it's 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 to that point uh, yeah, quadruple b before we get to the next subject what is it that you want to say you're, you're i just i just wanted to tell i just wanted to tell ben stein that you don't seem that old to me i'm only 27 years behind you you oh. don't seem that old to me well i am that old i'm pitifully old I'm who would have thought I'm heart renderingly old, as my wife would say. Who would have thought the Rolling Stones, when they wrote that song, would still be performing it 60 years later? <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously, when they wrote that song, Mother's Little Helper, I think it's called. Yeah, what it's a about, drag. It's a drag. drag it is oh, it's today. a drag. But there is a line in it with Mother's Little yeah, Helper. What a drag it is. Oh, sir, we 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 know it. We know drugs. I mean, come on. We're hippies. We know okay. drugs. Okay, so the, the next thing, the next thing I got to get into because I'm I'm really not uh, familiar with um, thank God this situation yet, but uh, Bankman Freed came back to the United States, and he uh, got two hundred fifty million dollar bail. Band. What? Uh, yeah, and he and his parents. Put up their house. I guess their house is worth quite Probably a bit. Of, quite enough. Wow! Wow! That, uh, wait a minute. Wait a second. That that must be a very, very, very nice house. I want to see a picture of that house. No, they have two other people that also signed, but neither, neither here nor there. Are you are you allowed to use money to bail you out from ill-gotten gains? I'm just curious how that works. I think you are. I think you are. And the reason I think that is, I think this is real. I think Milken was allowed to do that when he was uh, when he was convicted and uh, needed money to post bail while he was appealing. But uh, he was certainly involved in ill-gotten gains. But I could be wrong about it. I could be wrong about everything. One thing I know I'm not wrong about: nothing that bad happened on January sixth. I mean, it was it was a normal day. It was just a quiet day on uh, on Capitol Hill, and I saw the people on TV running around yelling and screaming. Nobody was doing any particular damage. It wasn't like as what Judah laughingly calls the summer of love. It was just a, a group of uh, rowdy uh, rowdy kids. I and mean, what what the heck? What 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 are they what are they thinking of? Again, Ben, your your point to that you're making is is we obviously all express uh, quadruple b i'm sure a little bit to the most part it expresses the same similar view the problem is 
is is to bend to bend quadruple B's hatred of these 18 Republicans right now. This is why I know and quadruple B and myself no longer consider ourselves really members of the Republican Party, because why our our our, our disdain and our hatred for the Republicans that haven't stood up for these people is 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 just breathtaking that no senators you know, quite a that, few yeah that's amazing I, it, I, i'm it, sorry it, to see it, that happen that and and and, it, and people really and a quadruple be i'll go back to it i there's one person i blame the midterm losses on there's two people obviously there's big tech and there's mcconnell and uh it, it, you know, it's like he's it, always been friendly to me he's always been friendly to ben. that's great ben. yeah yeah it, it is great it's that's wonderful great. Yeah, him and Big Ed Kemper, and uh, but quadru- but quadruple B. Uh, it's I, I I'll keep going back to this. I don't blame Trump for the losses, and if people think that there's that's going to divide the party and uh, pushing people towards DeSantis, you're going in the wrong direction. From the from planes, trains, and automobiles, you're going the wrong way. Unless we figure well, out how to fix this RNC, it doesn't really matter what we do. Oh, um, sure. Right. And, and, and the Senate. And, you know, I mean, I what 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 angers me, I mean, a lot angers me about McConnell. But but the fact is, you know, that that he withdrew. Some, what was it? Something like eight million. I think it was eight million dollars from the Arizona Senate race. He personally did disliked Blake Masters, but Blake Masters was a good candidate and that was a winnable race for the Republicans. And McConnell in, in some, you know, fit of peak or whatever, uh, pulled $8 million out of Arizona, sent it up to, to, to Alaska. Alaska. Uh, and, 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 you know, and, and. To Murkowski because she was being the, primary by another Republican. Right. And, and so we end up losing a perfectly winnable seat in Arizona because McConnell, um, was, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. McConnell made a very poor decision there. Uh, and, and he, and he, and he deliberately gave up a Senate seat for Republicans because for a Senate seat for Republicans yes. that we that we would have won no matter we would have had that seat regardless. But Ben, you know, it's interesting, though, because my friend that's Israeli really has a hard time understanding this. And he said to me, he walked up to me outside and he said we were talking about the L.A. race. And he said, how did Car- how did you know Caruso was going to win, was going to lose? And I said, it's simple. We, we're not doing the counting. And right. very, good. very, very well put. And I got and I got that from you and and, you know, well. Tammany Hall and all that fun jazz. But I want to get back to that. I, every we always love to talk about your, you being in statistics, because the reason I'm bringing this up is Republicans are so scared to talk about what's in front of their eyes as because they're scared of being labeled a conspiracy theorist, a Trumper, a racist, a, racist, a racist, racist, an election. That's what, that's and, what everybody's and, scared and, to death of. An election denier. So my point I want to get back to, though, is unless we cure these things. So to his point, take Nevada, take statistically, statistical wise, Nevada and Georgia. Kemp won by seven points. I believe in Nevada, the, the new Republican governor won by four. I don't under, I don't for the life some nobody could explain to me and just simply say, well, Republicans don't vote down ballot. Of course we do. 
Of course, Republicans vote down ballot. You're going to tell me we're different than Democrats. Republicans start. We all vote down ballot. Show me. I want to meet the person. My wife and I do not vote down ballot. You don't vote down ballot. Really? Who, who? Who? What? 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 Democrat? What? What? Republican? Democrat? Are you voting for in the state? Never, of ever, 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 ever will vote for a Democrat. So you vote down ballot? I don't cast a vote there at all. So, so you, yeah. So uh, is your point then, Ben? That I mean, I mean, it's certainly reasonable in some instances to simply not vote for a candidate down ballot. Though it's strange in the case of a place like Nevada, uh, where you had such a, a, a closely contested contest for the Senate, where everybody knew that that the the Senate race in Nevada was one of the key races in the country, determining whether or not Republicans would control the Senate. It's a little weird, maybe. I mean, I could understand in, in California, where your vote isn't going to really matter anyway, where you might just decide, I don't know who this jackass is who's running. I'm just not going to vote for him. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to give a vote to anybody. But in a in a closely contested race like like the one in Arizona, like the one in Nevada, uh, like like uh, Georgia, um, it's strange that Republicans would simply they would vote for the top of the ticket for the governor and not vote for Senate? I don't know. It's it's a little bit weird. I don't know what to make well, of it. I, I will, will tell you that in, if I were in, uh, in one of, a certain one of these states, uh, there's a certain candidate that I happen to like a great deal, and she is a Democrat, and I might, yes, I might very well vote for her. Uh, and uh, so that would be that. Although I never have voted for a Democrat, but in this case, I might. But could we go back, if, if we may, very respectfully, to this January 6th thing. I, I just cannot get over the fact that people are treating this as if it were a real insurrection. What happened in the so-called summer in love, of love really was an insurrection. That really was a riot to overthrow the government of the United States. It took place all over the United States of America, and it was a violent thing with people shooting guns and stabbing and throwing Molotov cocktails. So that really was a very serious, deadly insurrection. Why is that not being treated as if it were serious? Well, well, I don't know that. Well, I don't understand at all. Well, because it's of race and because of no, the media. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Right. But, I know you are. But, but getting back to it, this is an important point because the people that you like that have been friendly to you supported this bill. I know. I, I, it was a, ter a terrible, terrible thing to have happened. And I might add, with respect, with great, with all great respect, with the greatest possible respect, uh, I, when I see it happen, uh, that people are afraid to cast a ballot that is clearly, clearly, clearly the right thing to do because they're afraid of being called racist, it really makes me want to cry. I mean, we have gone to a situation where you killed people by saying they were pro-black to now you kill them by saying they're not pro-black enough. Quadruple B. Uh, I agree. Um, Thanks for your input. Well, just to amplify Ben Stein's point on the January 6th matter, um, you know, I, I'm, I've been sick and tired of, of the insurrection narrative for 
two years now, practically, because insurrection is, in fact, a federal crime. And nobody has been charged with insurrection. You had some of these Oathkeeper guys. Now, they got charged with um, seditious conspiracy, and, and a couple of them got convicted. Not all of them, by the way. But they got, I mean, seditious conspiracy is pretty bad. Oh, can you say what it was for? Because I'm, I'm always curious, what did these people do? So the idea was that, and, and, and the trial was weird, and, and there, was a, there, there was some hanky-panky in the trial. What we don't have a lot of time to talk about it. But the, the idea was that, that these people in this Oath Keepers organization uh, planned beforehand, before January 6th, that they were going to do something that they were going to disrupt uh, the uh, congressional proceedings on January 6th. And so that the government made the case that they were essentially planning to uh, you know, disrupt or, or, or undermine, overthrow the government. Big, but, big, but, big but thing. That would, that would have been a huge thing. Well, and, and a couple of them got convicted, but a couple of them were acquitted. And so, but nobody. Did they attempt? Did any of them attempt to do this, or was just this, well, this just look, thought? I mean, the I no. The idea was they were there. They planned. They had they had walkie talkies. They they coordinated their effort to to get into the building. Unlike a lot of these other people who simply just kind of followed the crowd into the building, the the, the government alleged and 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 in a couple of cases. They seem to have persuaded a, a biased Washington, D.C. jury that they actually coordinated this effort to uh, disrupt the congressional proceedings. But you notice. But, were, but there was no congressional proceeding going on at that moment. Well, at that moment. That's right. They had adjourned. And so. Yeah, so it's very strange. So nobody has been charged with actual insurrection, so, which so is basically federal crime. So to, to get back to Ben Stein's point and going back to Nixon, again, we're talking about thought crime. That's, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. This thought crime. Once these guys and gals, I don't know, maybe transsexuals, I don't know. Once they had left the White House grounds and started walking down Pennsylvania Avenue, shouting, that's it. Garnished, as we Jews say. They don't need to do anything further. That's it. They've done it. And that's really, really horrifying. And a, a capital H, horrifying, horrifying. They didn't need to do anything more. Thought crime was all they needed to do. And they've done, they've done it. And now we're still treating it as if we're a giant thing. It's, you're completely right. And quadruple B, this is, what you just shared is basically conversations that all of us have had. I mean, yeah, these, these yokels took it a little step further with the, with the walkie talkies. But my God, if they recorded our conversations, uh, not, not, no, no, nobody on this panel, of course, but if they recorded our conversations and our thoughts, I mean, this is what Nixon said, right? We know Nixon said, don't do it. He thought about something. Count people said, don't do it. We have the same thing with Trump. I want to do something. His counsel said, don't do it. And, and, he, said, do and it. he said to the crowd, uh, if you're going up to the hill, don't be violent. No matter right. what, don't be violent. It, That's in black and white in the transcript of the speech. It's not something you have to infer or guess or thought, think about, it's written down. 
But it, this goes to countless things. You, uh, uh, what do they say? What's the old line? Disproving, uh, disproving a negative. Or how do you say that? Um, it's very hard you, to dis- you, It's very hard to disprove a negative. You can't but disprove was, a negative. And this is this was the the constant thing of how they got Trump quadruple B. It was like disavow yourself from David Duke. I already did. Right. <laughs> you know. But no, no. Do it again. Right. That, that first thing you did wasn't good enough. You have to really disavow a guy that we didn't know even existed anymore david duke uh quadruple b this is how they get people sadly like john eastman and and you can't defend yourself against the machine like they're doing so john eastman just to reiterate for people listening who, who may not know i mean what essentially what john eastman did was he was hired by he was hired by president trump to provide advice based on constitutional law and precedent of what maybe Mike Pence could do to um, at least make a case in front of the Congress. That, of, I think also in front of a court. Right, yes, that's, that's right. That's right. Um, and so all John Eastman was doing was providing advice to his client and the Democrats and uh, uh the Democrats are basically trying to make it a crime to to provide zealous advice for for your client. And and so, you know, in Eastman, Eastman's memorandum, there was two memoranda that, that Eastman wrote. And yeah, and he wrote them somewhat quickly and, and you could criticize some of what he had to say. But for the most part, he was offering sound constitutional advice to the president of the United States and it didn't work out. But people are trying to take that and, and manipulate that and say he, he was trying to provide justification for a coup. And that's just not true. It's simply not true. No, it's insane. Quadruple B, it's insane. Yeah. The, the, this whole thing, and I'm happy Ben keeps going back to it, because when you really break down this January 6th thing, Ben down. Stein, it is, it's insane. It is it is, as you constantly bring up with Nazi Germany, this is how you end a republic. This is how you break a constitution. You bring people in, you get them, you get them on transactional on trans, on, on, right, the words transactional crimes, right? Because everybody's going to, being grilled by the FBI is going to end up lying or something. And you bring everybody down, Ben. And the problem is there's been nobody in our party that's come out and defended these people. There's been nobody, nobody. If there are any, they're very thin and they're very hard to find. Why why are we so afraid? You know, it's kind of interesting to me. When uh, the Civil Rights Acts were passed under President Johnson, Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, he's, as they were being passed, he handed a pen just one of his supporters of signing pen and said, we'll have these in dash, 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 as voting Democrats for the next 200 years. That's documented over and over and over again. The Democrats aren't afraid of saying it. Why are we so afraid of saying it? The Democrats say it over and over and over again. And it has worked unbelievably mind-alteringly well for them. Why are we so afraid of it? Uh, Because we look at the two presidents that bucked the system and went after people and they were come after. 
I mean, you look no further than Elon Musk and why we discussed it's it's you you have Nixon and Trump that went after these people and they weren't they they, they weren't big enough to not be uh, to not be gone after. As you've stated many times with the CIA, we have active in, with Nixon. We have active intelligence right now, Ben, that the FBI, everything we knew about Page and Strzok are like nothing compared to knowing that the FBI paid a, paid a t- social media company $3.5 million, and that's just one social media company. That's just one that's social media. One instance yeah. for one social media company. Yeah. And that's, so, so, that, we're talking now about a country that is living in fear of trying to exercise their constitutional rights. I mean, we have a country now where people like you and me are afraid to walk up and down the streets of Beverly Hills, which is very, very close to where I'm sitting right now, with a sign saying uh, question authority or, or anything like that, for fear that we might be arrested and thrown in the clink, which is just another half a block away. Why are we so afraid? Because we know nobody in the media would come to our defense. Nobody in the Republican Party would come to our defense. We would be all alone. Well, extremely well said. And thank you, Cosma, for it was process crimes was the word I was looking for. Thank you very much, Cosma. And uh, I, 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 I'm really happy you brought up the January 6th thing. I know how much it's affected uh, quadruple B2. I know he's especially because he's seen video that a lot of us haven't seen from that day. And he's in he's got one of the few reporters for his website American greatness that's actually done the, some of the best reporting on this, which is Julie Kelly. And uh, it, it's really important. And uh, it, it, it's really, you, you, I, sorry for stuttering. We can't stop talking about this stuff. People are going to stop talking about it. We've got to talk about it over and over and over again. We are seeing an active uprising against the constitution. It's going on right now in the United States of America, there is a rebellion against the Constitution that's going on right now. And Republicans really need to start to grow a pair. They uh, really it, do. It's it, it, it's really frightening. Quadruple B, I, uh, you, you did yeoman's work today with what you did. You uh, you braved you braved the storm. And I want to ask everybody as we're coming up for Christmas. I mean, Ben and I are obviously both Jews, but I, I, I love the, the season Speak for yourself. I, I, I love the season. I'm kidding, kidding. Well, quadruple. I was referring to quadruple B. He's, his name is Boycha. Come on. Um, favorite Santa, a favorite Christmas movie and favorite Christmas song. Quadruple B. Favorite Christmas movie has got to be It's a Wonderful Life. Favorite Christmas song is, um, oh, man, that's hard. I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to punt on that one and, and go with favorite Christmas album, which is uh, the Phil Spector Christmas album from 19. I guess that was 19, <laughs> I, I love, love that, that you, album. I love that you bring up a murder. As, yeah, uh, but yeah, well, he didn't kill anybody in 1963. And that's got Darlene Love on it. It's got Baby, Please Come Home. It's got some great, great, great songs on that. So I love that album. And I love the Charlie Brown Christmas album, the Vince Guaraldi trio, Charlie Brown Christmas album. Those are my two favorite this time of year. And you are our favorite. What oh, about well, you? What, you what, what about you, Ben Stein? Well, my favorite Christmas Christmas movie is, of course, 
planes, trains, and automobiles, of course. That's more Thanksgiving, but it goes to oh, both. Oh, no, no, no. It's, a, it's about America and thankfulness I and about 100%. being thankful for the love of God. People, I, I, I like to ask my Christian friends, and almost all my friends are Christian, and my uh, wife, is a, who is the finest human being God ever made, as far as I can tell, uh, what, who is Christ? And my best answer that I got from a very, very, very smart family in Western Canada was God's love made flesh. Well said. And what's your favorite song? Or do you say your song? White Christmas. White Christmas. Uh, there you are. And I will say my favorite. Uh, okay, if you're going to put planes, trains in there, then I'll have to go with... Uh, uh, I'll have to go with planes, trains. Second is a Christmas story, and uh, my favorite Christmas song is by the band The Killers. Don't shoot me, Santa Claus, and uh, they, 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 or Happy Birthday, Guadalupe by The Killers. They put together. They did something very cool. They put together ten songs, especially with your friend Jimmy Kimmel. They did a great one called Joel the Lump of Coal, and uh, yeah, it's it's I I find it nice when people do when they make. Uh, things relevant when they're not singing songs from 60 years ago, covering it for a hundred times. Anyways, I'll stop boring the hell out of everybody. Uh, on that note, I want to thank everybody for listening to the world according to Ben Stein and watching us and rumbling with us and chanting with us and doing all that stuff with us. I want to thank you. Remember, Oh, Holy Night, KL Names. That's your song. That's great. Um, Nat King Cole, Holy Christmas oh, song. Minister Nat Mike. King Cole is all of it. So there you are. Okay. I want to thank everybody. Quadruple B uh, from managing editor of AM Greatness. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all the work you do. And yeah, Christmas Story. That's my favorite movie, Hockey Love. You know that. Uh, ben, take it. Ben. Uh, no, 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 no. Ben, second. Ben, uh, ben Boychuk, any final words before Christmas? No, just Merry Christmas, everybody. And, um, and uh, happy Hanukkah, fellas. And uh, check out the website, American Greatness, www.amgreatness.com. And uh, my Substack will be back after the first of the year. Nicethings.substack.com. Nice things and why you can't have them. But uh, I hope everybody has nice things for Christmas and everybody enjoys uh, the time with their families and, and everything is, is just groovy. Perfect. And Ben Stein, you can find them, of course, on Rumble. You can find them, of course, on Truth. Benstein.substack.com. And of course, World According to Ben Stein. Ben Stein, please take us out. Uh, have a blue Christmas without you. I'll have a blue Christmas, it's true. You'll be doing all right in your Christmas of white. But I'll have a blue, 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 blue Christmas. Who's saying that? I don't know who's saying that. Um, Wait a you're joking. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. I don't know who's saying that. Elvis Aaron Presley. Oh, perfect. Thank you. And uh, happy Hanukkah, everybody. This is one of the rare times. This is a special year when the Jews and the Christian holidays co-mingle together, as we should in this great country. And uh, God bless you all. God bless America. Thank you, everybody. And uh, thank you, Ben Stein, of course. And we will see everybody and thank you, Judah Friedman and Ben Boyd. God bless you all. We'll see everybody Saturday night. God bless you all. Have and by day. the way, Saturday night 
is the night before Christmas, so we do have one show before Christmas. And even if we do Christmas specials, and uh, I think it's important. Why not? Why not? Because you know what? Because you know what's the most important thing, Ben? I've learned I miss you. Okay, so just just so people know, I see Ben a lot, but I've had COVID, so I can't expose him. And it's been eight days by myself, and I miss driving in the car with Ben. And I miss getting, I mean, I'm the luckiest guy in the world that I get to have the conversations that I've gotten to hear. So screw COVID and screw Fauci. That's my Christmas wish, is that he gets put in handcuffs. And uh, I'll take that for Hanukkah, too. I'll take everything rolled up into one. God bless you all. We'll see you. God bless this great country. See everybody Saturday night.